1: Hey everybody! Welcome to episode two 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 of the podcast that goes snicked,
2: snick, snickety
1: snicked, Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Anyway, we're your host. <laughs> you
2: watch too much Thomas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Thomas in Training since I don't know. Whenever Ethan grew out of it, how long ago was that? Like four years.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah um Anyway, uh, we're your hosts, Jason and Denise Avenable. What's up? And you uh, are gonna get some back-to-back bonus episodes. We just did um X Men Prime with Dan from the Inner Comics Podcast. Thank you, Dan. So we did the best comic of the month. Not true.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but now we have to do the rest of the comics of the month, and that part is true. We're going to wrap up March of 2017 with uh, an issue of Old Man Logan and a couple of guest appearances. Ooh. Yep. Exciting stuff. Or not. ah, We'll see. But It'll probably be a pretty short episode. So, you know, that's why you're going to get two two this week. So two, two, two this week.
2: Don't, don't. Week, week, week. uh, Don't get too spoiled. Two, 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 two
1: this week, week, week. No, don't get too How spoiled. How much
2: coffee have you had? None. That's not true. <laughs> you you got a mocha sitting over there. Yes,
1: an ice mocha, by the yes. way. Yes, because it's hot outside.
2: No, it's not.
1: uh I held up my mic to try to get Max. He's rolling around and growling. But um, as soon as I picked up my mic and held it his direction, he stopped.
2: That's because he's our producer.
1: Yes, he doesn't want to be on on camera. I said yes. on mic. <laughs> all right anyway enough of that the producer says whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm cutting you off
1: all right well you ready
2: let's do it all
1: right here we go all right so before we have ethan come on and wrap up our ghost story we're gonna talk about old man logan old man,
2: old man logan,
1: logan number 20 <laughs> He's
2: Uh, 20 years young. This is
1: Gone Real Bad, Part 2 of 2. This doesn't feel like the end of a story. (laughs)
2: No, it doesn't.
1: I guess this little story is the segue to the bigger story. So we had two parts of introduction. That's weird. Anyway, of course, this is written by Jeff Lemire, with art by Felipe Andrade, colors by Jordan Boyd, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Woohoo! And covered by Andrea Sorrentino.
2: Does In Corey the, Pettit have a Twitter? I would imagine,
1: probably.
2: You don't follow him?
1: I think I might, actually. I'll have to check.
2: You know, he should follow me.
1: You should. As much...
2: Woohooing? Um, yeah, as
1: much woohooing as you do. Patton, you should just follow him and just tweet woohoo every now and then.
2: Oh, I should just tweet woohoo hashtag Corey Pettit. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag the podcast that goes snicked. Hashtag if you listen to us you'd understand.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if he would I think he might think you're being disingenuous. Which I don't think you are. I think you mean it very sincerely. But
2: I like his name. Yeah. I like the way it rolls off your tongue. VC yes. Corey Pettit.
1: Yeah, sounds good. I don't know if that's what he wants to be known for. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to have a career letter in comics. But um but he is a fine letterer as evidenced by all the work he gets.
2: He gets a lot of work. A lot of work, especially I'd we- love to see his paycheck.
1: Well, I wonder if they get paid by the letter. I don't know. If they do, then they probably really, really miss the Chris Claremont days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder if they get paid by the page.
1: I don't know. I don't know what they get paid by.
2: In graphic design, we charge by the page yeah. when we do a book.
1: I think artists get paid by the page, but I don't know about letters.
2: Man, if I was an artist, I'd just be doing a bunch of full page spreads. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They have there are issues like that every now and then. Anyway, back to this cover by Andreas Orantino. sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, we have Wolverine yelling and then shadows of him yelling. All right, so I'm on record. I'm a huge Andreas Orantino fan.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I've read a lot of his stuff throughout his career, you know, at DC and at Marvel, Right. right. And of all the stuff I've ever read, I got to say, this is the first time on one of his books... And I've had two covers in a row back-to-back that I was kind of meh on. And I love his covers to death. I adore them. And these past two have just kind of been, eh, not bad. I like this one a little bit better than the last one, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Plus his beard looks like whiskers. I feel like he he looks like he's got a little cat in the hat thing going on.
2: I wish I didn't see the green on the sides. Uh, which that's just personal preference. Oh, right. It feels like a film strip.
1: Yeah, or Christmas.
2: Yeah, and it's if they were Christmas. trying to do a film strip type like where he's caught, you know Oh,
1: it does kinda look like yeah. like you're seeing it move like through a projector. Yeah. yeah I kinda and like it a little bit better now.
2: And if <laughs> I was gonna say it if that's the idea, I give you an A for execution, but I mean an A for effort, but a C execution. Okay. I'm just not digging it.
1: Yeah. I didn't really catch this, what was going on. I knew it was kind of like supposed to be like shaky, right? Like like when you watch a movie and someone screams and the camera shakes. Right. That's kind of the vibe I got. Like, ah! You know, when there's a sound bite for you for your sound effect record. You're welcome. Anyway, remember Logan's trying to get back to Old Man Logan Land and none of his friends will help him. Oh, So he goes to jail to fight Miles morales spider-man to try to break out a hero or not not a hero what's the opposite of a hero a villain he tries to break out a villain which i thought was made up for the last story um then we find out in this issue that he's an old avengers villain from back in the day which you know i normally even if i haven't read much of a character in marvel i'm usually at least aware of their existence this guy completely under my radar Uh, What's his name? Asmodeus? Asma? Asmodeus?
2: I I thought it was Amadeus. No, it's not Amadeus. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I read it in my head. Okay. It sounded better.
1: Asmodeus, I think.
2: Asmodeus?
1: Mm-hmm. Asmodeus. Anyway, so we're in the raft. An old man Logan's trying to break out asmonius He reminds us that he fought the Avengers one time and sent them to medieval times. Not the restaurant, but the actual time. Though no, it couldn't have been the restaurant. Maybe it was just a big elaborate trick. <laughs> and he just sent them to medieval times to eat a whole chicken. <laughs> That's what I remember most about medieval times, is that they gave you a whole chicken. And I've Pepsi. Never
2: been. They gave you Pepsi? <laughs> medieval Pepsi. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Glad I drink water.
1: <laughs> oh, I hate Pepsi. Go Coke all the way. Team Coke. You're team neither.
2: I'm team live healthy drink water.
1: Yeah. I drink water too.
2: You also drink Coke and Dr. Pepper and mm-hmm. Sprite. and. I don't really drink Sprite. I don't like we Sprite. You put it in a mixer?
1: Every now and then. Not very what often. What do you
2: think the base of jungle juice is?
1: Okay, but that's more orange juice than... Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> but jungle juice is yummy.
2: It's awesome. Yeah. If you'd like the recipe, just tweet at me and I'll there you go. share it back.
1: Yeah. So he says, Osmonius, do we have a deal? Can you send me back to my homeland? I hear you're the guy. And he's like, well, yeah, my magic is based on artifacts. So how are we going to get out of here? And he goes, well, I brought you some stuff. And he gives him his goofy cape and his goofy hat and his goofy stick.
2: <laughs> what about goofy ears?
1: Yeah, and the goofy hat.
2: I know, like, Goofy, get it?
1: Goofy. Oh, Goofy Ears, like, from Disney World.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. And so he goes, where'd you get my stuff? <laughs> my swag? And Wolverine, or, sorry, Old Man Logan's like, that's a different story. And we go back to the meeting with Doctor Strange, where last time, the end of the scene was, hey, you got a bathroom, I drank too much beer. And Doctor Strange is like, down the hall, but be careful, there's things that bite. Ooh. Yep. So, old man Logan goes down the hall. He peeks in one room, which looks like a magic nursery. Because there's like little stars hanging on strings.
2: Well, and Logan's got an exclamation point.
1: Right. So, I'm, I'm guessing there's a Doctor Strange baby in there.
2: Maybe Doctor Strange is a big baby. Maybe. Maybe he's one of those people that likes to dress up in the diapers. <laughs> Buys the oversized crib to yep. sleep in.
1: So he keeps going down the hall, and he opens the door to a room, and says, "Bingo!" And this room's really cool looking. I like the art on it a lot. I like the coloring. There's a dragon skeleton hanging from the ceiling, and there's swords on the wall, and potions everywhere, and a what, what I'm assuming is probably a vial on a stand. But it looks like a little Death Star. Um, I just thought this was a really cool page, and you might see it if you uh, look at the art for the episode. <laughs> Good chance. Good chance. Good chance. And so that's where he found Asmodeus' stuff. And, um, you know, he knew he wouldn't be helped, but he helped himself. Right? God helps those that help themselves. Or Doctor Strange helps those that helps themselves. I don't know. Um, anyway, um, so he, he makes him pinky promise that he will send him to Old Man Logan Land. And he does... And he's like, all right, got to get out of here now. And Miles comes in with the security guards. I still don't know why he's here. I don't mind that he's here. It just doesn't make any sense with his story or character. Um, but he looks cool. I mean, it's a great costume. It's always fun to see. But anyway, um, as, Mo- <laughs> as Monia starts to rant about who he is, and Logan's like, yeah, yeah, put a sock in it and get us out of here, bub. And he's like, Fine. And so they go to Jersey, and there's a locker, and he needs his stuff. So Logan cuts it open with his claws and opens the door. We even get a little sound effect to scream as they pull the door open with the metal sliding door.
2: I do love that he's hiding in stuff in Jersey.
1: Yeah, I thought that was funny. So he wants, you know, Logan clarifies the spell that it needs to have a time limit. He wants to come home. He doesn't want to go back there forever. He wants to come back here, and Asmodius finds the necklace. He gives it to Logan and says, This will tether you to this world and bring you back um, after four days. And Uh, then
2: I want to know where the magic four days came from.
1: It's from the necklace. Yeah, but this is the four day amulet. They don't tell you that, but that's what it's called.
2: Oh, because I was going to say, you know, in science and in magic, it's always odd numbers. So I was expecting three days or five days. Four days, just you know, I don't know why don't hmm. we just round it up to an even five?
1: Well, Asmodeus is an even kind of guy, he has two cheeks uh. in his name, okay, and so he likes to do things in twos. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, so the magic necklace gives him gives Logan four days, and at first he uh <laughs> he has to give some blood. I like when Asmodeus pulls the knife out, Logan pops the claws, we get a snicked inside the circle of candles
2: i like how the candles are drawn it makes it look like they're floating
1: it does it looks cool yeah when he cuts logan's hand puts his blood in the cup and drinks it
2: ew with a
1: gulp (laughs) even logan's like that is disgusting
2: (laughs) (laughs) i love how he's like it's a blood ritual yeah like our blood magic yeah I have to do it.
1: And he says, Logan, let your mind wander. Give me your memories. Ah, Then we get a really cool double-page spread. Which 400
2: Mar- eyeballs. Yeah.
1: Which if Marvel still did digital codes, boo, Marvel, um, this would probably be the image you would see. But the only way for me to take a picture of it would have a big fold in the middle. And no one wants that.
2: Nope.
1: Anyway, we get we have Asmodeus's head. And he looks okay in this. His costume's really dumb, but he actually looks okay in this one particular panel.
2: Yeah, the extra eyeballs threw me though. What
1: extra eyeballs?
2: And there's an eyeball there, and I think that's just a shadow. It looks like an eyeball. Oh, I guess maybe. And then somewhere over here, that there's another. I can't. I can't see because there's a glare. Hang on.
1: I think that's just magic swirls.
2: No, I. Well, then it's very um.
1: It could be eyeballs. I mean, See? he is okay. seeing into the.
2: So that looks like the other. See, so it looks like like that's the head. There's an eyeball. There's an eyeball. This is like the mouth. Like he's. Ooh.
1: Oh, maybe. I mean, he is looking into different memories. So maybe they're magic eyes.
2: I will say I do like the um, contrast or mm-hmm. the drawing technical contrast between. So we have a ass big. Guy. We have a
1: big ass head. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Ask Guy, and then the memories around him. Yes. They're very sketchy and muted, right. and um, even the colors seem like they've been crosshatched on top. Yeah. And it just, it's almost like it's a canvas texture on top of it, and it's hazed out. It's just beautiful.
1: Yeah, we have some really cool scenes. We have uh, Old Man Logan with his family. His Future past family, then we have Lo- uh, Wolverine, uh, with- in the Dark Phoenix saga. We have his first appearance against the Hulk. We have some Weapon X. We have him riding with the Hulk baby through the wastelands. We have him as a child, I think, in a uh, train. Him, yeah, maybe I don't know.
2: That looks like Hulk baby. Oh, like he's he's remembering Hulk.
1: I don't think he ever saw him that old, though, so he wouldn't have that memory. I'm not actually sure what that panel is. And then we have him in Japan finding some ninjas. It's a great double page spread. It looks fantastic. Um, and then his astral form floats into a big red blood ball, I'm assuming. Gross. Right? I guess the blood ritual well, turns the into little a
2: little bitty cup of blood turned yeah. into a ginormous blood bubble. Gross. Is that like a blister bubble?
1: Kind of, yeah. And so his his soul goes in there, his body stays here. And Asmodeus says, Uh oh, there's a price to pay for magic. I have a confession. I said I'd send you to your past. I just didn't say which part. And he picks up the knife like he's going to stab him, but he doesn't.
2: No, oh, which I thought was weird.
1: Yeah. But then we see uh, Old Man Logan in a pile of blood in the snow. And he is in Canada. Eh? Eh? A- And um, it looks like he's in the War of 1812. So I I guess I should have mentioned, when his astral form leaves, the past that went into his, like, old man Logan's current soul with his current knowledge goes into it and takes over his past body.
2: Kind of like the movie, Future Past.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so he's in the wilderness with the army and, you know, things don't look up. Right. So what did you think of the art?
2: Artwise I actually loved it yeah, except for the re- cover. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, on the inside though, by Felipe Andrade, I thought he did a really good job. He's a really yeah, good I really liked it. Um secondary artist for this book. I don't he mean secondary like primary. quality. I just mean like he's not the main guy, but
2: he should be the main guy. I I like I them petition? both a lot. Hey Marvel, make him the main guy. All right. It would make old man Logan way more pal- palatable. <laughs>
1: Well, I like them both quite a bit, but he, this, yeah, it looks really good. The colors are really nice by Mr. Jordan, Jordan Boyd as well. Um, What do you think of the writing of the story?
2: There were some parts that I, I like the humor in it. I love when old man I did. Logan yeah. pokes fun at the fact that he's in Jersey and ask guy says, well, you know, I don't have a big mansion to store my stuff in or some magical domain. Mm hmm. So I, I love that sort of back and forth with them. I
1: love the banter between Old Man Logan and Ass Magic. I thought they were really cool. This is really fun. It felt good. I.
2: It felt natural.
1: felt natural. And while I wasn't originally crazy about this story, like the premise of it, I thought this was a really good chapter.
2: I did too, um, but...
1: I'm interested to see, like, did he even really... All right, so and in, in physics... Friends, time travel friends, alternate dimension friends, lend me your theories. So, when timelines split into different dimensions, they that like that new dimension starts with the split, right? Yeah. So, if this past that he just got sent to has commonality with our past, like at that point it's still the same and hasn't branched off yet, then he's still not he's not in the other dimension yet, right? He's still in ours. Until at which point the the, the timeline split, or or is it that when the timeline splits and becomes a new dimension, that dimension gets all the backstory in a separate dimension as well?
2: Or this is the one event that makes Old Man Logan Old Man Logan?
1: I don't think so, because this is way because Old Man Logan has a lot of the X Men history that we know, and then at some point the bad guys take over and. You know, at some point he gets old. I think when he gets old is when the, kind of the timeline splits. But if the dimension has its own, like, prehistory as well, then he still could be an Old Man Logan land just way, way, way before.
2: Yes. I I will admit when he didn't get put to where he wanted to get put, part of me went, ooh.
1: It made it more interesting to me. Well, Because well, like, I wasn't okay. really...
2: Hang on. Let me finish yeah. my thought. I was excited when I thought, Oh, he's not going back to where he wants to go. Goody. And then when I saw where he went, I went, Oh. <laughs> I really, really wanted him to go back to that point in time where he was about to kill all the X Men. Oh. Uh, I think it would have been interesting to see what pushed him over the edge. Right. And like that whole dichotomy of, you know, him wanting to change the past and saying, Oh, this is the point at which I kill all the X Men I'm not going to do that. I'm going to change my future or my current present. But then something happens and he's forced to anyway. That whole idea that it doesn't matter what you try to change in the past. Your future is destiny. Right. Okay. So, and maybe, and unfortunately, what I see happening is he gets put back in Canada. He's going to change some things, get snapped back to his body, and then His current world is going to be radically changed. And then he's going to be trying to get back to it. Because that's what Marvel does.
1: Possibly. But whatever, if this is a separate dimension, then whatever he changes here would just change that dimension not 616. So I don't know.
2: 616?
1: The the Marvel universe proper is the 616 universe. Just a random number. It it has some meaning. I don't remember what it is.
2: I don't know if I should... (laughs) I feel like I'm in an episode of The Flash, so you're from Earth 1, <laughs> yes. you're from Earth 2, you're from Earth 19.
1: Uh, try reading the the last uh, story arc between Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. Uh, this is Earth 65, this is Earth 84, this is Earth 82.
2: I want to know how Earth 19 knows that it's number 19.
1: Because someone told it. <laughs> stanley god, god stanley
2: that's my issue sorry right. not to deviate but that's my issue with the flash right now right. somebody comes in i'm from earth 19 well how the hell do you know you're from earth 19 right. <laughs>
1: And why are you designating yourself as number 19 right that's basically saying there's 18 other worlds you'd rather be on
2: right and then my favorite is when they're like so we're earth one you're earth two wouldn't Earth 2 be like, no? And I, I have did that Earth once, wanted. right? The,
1: didn't someone make a comment like, why are we Earth 2? Yeah. I mean, you should be Earth 2.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that part I enjoyed. Anyway, I, I really enjoyed the issue. know. Yep. And some people will think this is a positive, some people will think I'm being negative. It's uh-huh. positive for me. I thought this whole episode with the, the ass magic and the, the, the betrayal and the bantor, this issue felt. Like a episode of Old man Logan's Supernatural,
2: yeah, and you like had, had that it had that vibe
1: to it, and I will also say this was one of the better written issues in this series in a little while, um so probably so probably before the 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 uh, the, first the, issue. the kid with the Japanese uh with the eyeball on his forehead
2: I'd go before that too,
1: yeah, well anyway, what are you gonna What are any other thoughts before we grade it?
2: Um. No. My only thing was I was slightly disappointed in the end.
1: Um, okay. Well, I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna see where it goes before I judge that part.
2: Oh, I'm. I'm prejudging.
1: Okay. Well, that's, that's. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm, that's I'm gonna, your prerogative. I'm gonna judge that's the book That's your prerogative. La- I'm gonna judge the book by the last page cover. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all of that in mind, what are you gonna grade, Old Man Logan, number twenty?
2: I'm actually gonna grade it five out of six
1: me too oh we're the same and
2: what what and
1: you're with me you're with me finally
2: i grave old man logan a same grade as you
1: we we i don't think we've ever graded this book the same is
2: it a full moon tonight
1: no i don't think so oh oh, maybe it is i heard i heard something anyway yes and we're both going to give old man logan number 25 out of six claws and um yeah that's it. So now we'll move on to some guest appearances with the return of Ethan. So be excited. Woohoo! All right. And last but not least, we have Where's Wolverine? And we have two comics to talk about. Wolverine is in Ghost Rider number five. And Old Man Logan is in Star-Lord number five. Two number fives.
0: Five plus five is ten. I am smart.
1: <laughs> yes, you are. You may be asking yourself, how did I get here? No, Um, who that was, and of course it is Ethan, come back to talk about the uh, final issue of our Wolverine in Ghost Rider. No. Is Ghost Rider number five, four on the floor. They should have called it five on the floor.
0: If they were going to do, like, more comics, stop at four and then change the name. (laughs) Or at least do one on the floor for the first comic, then two on the floor, and so on and so forth.
1: So on and so forth. Yep. So this is, of course, written by Felipe Smith with art by Danilo S. Beirut, colors by Jesus Arbatov with Federico B and letters by V.C. Joe Caramagna, with design by Manny Medeiros, and the cover is by Felipe Smith. Ethan, what's on the cover?
0: It's pretty much everybody. It's <laughs> it's the car driving in midair. It, it actually kind of has like a, like a Back to the Future kind of wheel vibe.
1: Yeah, because it's on fire, yeah, I can see that. And the little fire tracks.
0: The only thing I thought was weird Is the lights.
1: Oh, the headlights are fire too, yeah.
0: Because last time I checked, his lights weren't actually fire. They were just normal headlights.
1: They've gone back and forth, but yeah. So we also have Ghost Rider with all his lovely chains. And we have Silk and the Totally Awesome Hulk and Wolverine all flying around the car. Do you like this cover?
0: Yes, and Ghost Rider is holding the weird shank he held in the...
1: Yeah, on, on each end of the chain is a blade. I think this cover is pretty cool. Um, everyone's kind of jumping around and flying through the air, and it's nice and action-packed. And on a stark white background, it looks pretty nice. All right, so remember, um, our heroes are hunting down the purple people-eater monster,
0: Pokemon.
1: And we have the other Ghost Rider story about the uh, ex-con who's trying to make good... And Ghost Rider's evil uncle wants to kill him. And that's where we pick up. So what happens here?
0: So we start with Ghost Rider attacking a bunch of people. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. bunch of gangsters. <laughs> Is that what gangsters do in elementary school? <laughs> the fifth grade gangsters. They sing. sound like you were singing New Kids on the Block. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Hanging tough. Hey. Hanging tough like gangsters,
0: hey.
1: <laughs> with our plaid shorts. <laughs> yes, yeah, so a Ghost Rider fights a bunch of people. And what else? I don't actually really remember what happened in here, so I'm going to leave this all up to you.
0: So, <laughs> what's his name slash villain, dude?
1: <laughs> the ex-con. He's not a villain. He's a good guy, right? Hey. He used to be a bad guy. He went to jail and he cleaned himself up.
0: Well, he still did some bad things. I mean, sure. in, the co- in the comics before
1: yeah.
0: this one. But basically, he escapes, and Ghost Rider tries to chase him, and the giant weird purple Pokemon thing comes out of the ground. Right.
1: Remember, it bit Agent May and Agent Shield, and it grows their heads.
0: Yes, so it becomes a spider, first with Colson's face, and then it changes to May's face. And then it becomes a more ugly version.
1: Right. And shoots webs. What else happens?
0: Then it steals the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s magical pew pew guns.
1: Yeah, and shoots it back at (laughs) them, shooting a bunch of agents.
0: And then Ghost Rider gets mad, his car comes in, and...
1: Then something gross happens.
0: The weird...
1: Monster pukes out a miniature version of himself with Agent Colson's face.
0: Well, it's like... It's like it's a little a, Purple Hulk. It's a Purple Hulk with Agent Colson's face on it. Yeah, and he
1: punches the Ghost Rider mobile.
0: And then he lands on the ground, and then they're saying, Ew, that's disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically, th- at this point, Wolverine is just standing around.
0: And then we get a snick.
1: Yeah, but not from Wolverine, from the Purple Hulk Colson monster. And I thought this was interesting. Probably the most interesting thing about the probably the most like chin scratcher or head scratcher. So he bit Laura like Wolverine, and got some of her powers. That's what this thing does. It, it eats a little bit of you and it gets your powers. Um, and it, it kind of nibbles on your ear, uh, gets your powers. But when it pops the claws with the snick, it pops three claws from each hand. Now remember, Laura. Uh pops two claws from her hand and one from her foot because she was a clone from Wolverine but an imperfect clone. Okay, remember? So she was made from Wolverine's genetic structure but, you know, something happened along the way and the, one of the claws got misplaced. Um, so I thought it was interesting whenever this monster bit Laura, it got Logan's like DNA template from her like she was based on. And his claws, this monster's claws, came in the quote-unquote right place. I thought that was really interesting. I'm not sure what they're really trying to say about DNA or cloning or whatever, but it was just, it was curious.
0: Well, the giant purple monster thing had, like, claws coming out of its head in all different directions.
1: It had spikes and stuff, but not like Wolverine claws.
0: Well, they they are the claws. They're just coming out of, like, in the, of course, they don't have it now because... It has different DNA, but it still has it somewhere in there. But in the comic book before this, um, it had, like, spikes coming out of his head, like little devil horns and spikes, like... Right. So it could just be that they're kind of just messing around with the claws, and that's, like, the only time they accidentally did that on the art.
1: Right. Excuse our dryer.
0: Um, Dryer? Yeah. Oh, I I thought you were saying, like, Drawler, and I'm like,
1: Yes, yeah, excuse our drawer. They they draughted, they, they in six claws. C- uh, corrects
0: yeah. grammars,
1: yeah. So, anyway, Hulk throws Wolverine at the monster
0: again, like another sword,
1: yeah, like a big swinging blade and cuts the monster in half. That doesn't work that well
0: because it pukes out another one,
1: yeah. So, then our con guy tries to save the day, he lights a uh, Barrel of oil on fire and hops on a motorcycle and he's gonna kamikaze it and blow himself up to save everybody. But Ghost Rider stops him with his magic chain, he pulls him off the motorcycle, and so it blows up without him.
0: But
1: and then Ghost Rider walks out of the explosion, but the monster chomps him,
0: no, 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 no. and
1: all our heroes go, No,
0: but instead of The purple monster morphing, it's Ghost Rider.
1: Yeah, he goes all weird.
0: So, we get the devil horns from the other one. Then we get, at the beginning, Ghost Rider kind of had the spiky teeth. And now, it's kind of all combined, and it's this weird, like, devil slash... vampire thing.
1: But then Ghost Rider starts to puke lava again and then he shoots fire like a dragon and burns up the monster.
0: And then we get a cool shot of it slowly burning away. Yeah. And then it becomes a small little rock again. Yeah,
1: like it's very started from the very beginning. But Ghost Rider's still pretty mad and the heroes just kind of don't really say anything to him. He just kind of disappears. (laughs) Then we go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters and they put the rock in a tube and everyone says, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. And they all leave, basically. And Ethan, I have some bad news for you. What? This series got canceled.
0: <laughs> Why? So sorry. I'm not going to be on here <coughs> until there's like something I need to do on here.
1: No, we'll find something else for you to come talk about. But this Ghost Rider series, it says he'll be back. But I don't know. They keep trying to bring him back, and he keeps not selling comic books, and they keep canceling him. So I'm not sure. Um,
0: also, on the last panel, mm-hmm. Eli's like, little spirit thing is looking over the.
1: Yeah, and he's kind of purpley now. thought that was weird.
0: He is now Deep Purple Rock. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. Interesting. So, what did you think of the art?
0: I think it's good. I mean, it could have been better.
1: Okay. I agree. It was not the best issue, artistically speaking, of the series. Not the art. Probably three and four were probably, I thought, the two best art issues. But, um, yeah, but it was fine. And what do you think of the story?
0: I think it was good, but I don't get why they had to end it. I mean, I get that it's not selling, <laughs> but... Just why? I mean, there are other people who like Ghost Rider peeps.
1: There are. Um, I don't know if this book was helped or hurt by the fact that this was barely a Ghost Rider comic.
0: <laughs> I think it was mostly that it was just not a Ghost Rider comic at all. It was mostly about the it was really about other.
1: Yeah, Hulk was really kind of the star of this.
0: <laughs> Should have been but. Hulk.
1: So maybe this went. was totally awesome Hulk writer. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean he has the mohawk
1: and the fohawk, yeah all right well what are you gonna grade ghost rider number five
0: between four four and a half out of six claws
1: four and a half out of six okay well that is the official rating of the podcast that goes nicked. r.i.p robbie reyes we'll see you next time all right well cool well, thank you ethan very much for coming on and talking about ghost rider bye 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 alright and next up we have Star Lord number 5 which guest stars old man Logan this is written by Chip Zdarsky art by Chris Anka colors by Matthew Wilson letters by VCs Corey Pettit (laughs) there's a woohoo in the background if you were able to hear it Um, cover is by Chris Anka with graphic design by Anthony Gambino Denise asked, do they really call it graphic design? Yes, they do. So, something in this book, I don't know if it's the just the logo or this title page or whatever, but something got credited with an extra outside of the art as graphic design, and that goes to Anthony Gambino. Um, the cover by Aka is pretty, it's got a nice, like, stark red background, and I love this new Star-Lord logo. And it also has the Grounded Banner up top that has to do with the Guardians of the Galaxy as they're stuck on Earth for now. And surrounding Star-Lord, we have the Wrecking Crew. We have Daredevil. And we have this guy. um, What they called him? The Silver Bandit, maybe? I don't remember. Um, It's something like that. Anyway, he's, he's an old... I didn't realize he's an old villain from, like, very early issues of Daredevil, like back in the 60s. Anyway, some pretty cool cover. So I remember, uh, or maybe you don't remember because we didn't really get to talk about this series except for the first issue, but um, Star-Lord has been helping out this guy uh, kind of like this uh, adult daycare place for his community service while he's stuck here on Earth. And it uh, turns out he's an old villain. And he has these gloves and boots with some magic science that has to do with like They're stuck in this place Um, at the bar with no name. We have criminals hanging out talking about how Diamond Head was kidnapped. And Shocker's real tore up about it. Black Cat shows up and, you know, talks about how she owns the bar. And she wants everyone to get Javelin who has this information. So Star-Lord and the Silver Bandit have been tapped to break into Javelin's apartment and get some files because they have kidnapped the Silver Bandit's son. Um, Star Lord had, had called Kitty, called his ex girlfriend, which had to be tough, but he really needed to find Logan. Because remember, he and Logan were uh, drinking buddies in issue number one. So while uh, Black Cat attacks the people in the bar, old man Logan shows up and roughs house with everybody. I like how he has his uh, patch, eye patch on. He says, uh, I'm in disguise, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. I really like, Uh, contrary to kind of the cheesy, or or not even cheesy, just stupid kind of lines that Lemire gave Old Man Logan in Extraordinary X-Men, Chip Zdarsky gives him great kind of funny lines, but not too funny, and it's really good. Anyway, he stabs a bunch of people. Um, Daredevil goes and rescues the guy's son, and Star-Lord... When he gets into the apartment, Black Cat shows up with their thugs and says, I'll take it from here. Um, Logan continues to fight and say funny, cool things. And um, that was interesting. The, uh, the crowbar guy from the wrecking crew gets his magic crowbar melted, which I didn't think that could happen. Anyway, he cries. He cries out of his eyes and his nose. <laughs> so he's really upset. Old man Logan continues to stab people about every chance he gets. And then Jabba and the old criminal lady hits on him, gets him a beer. Um, Star-Lord and Silver Bandit pretend to give up, but they're really just waiting for Daredevil. Daredevil shows up, says, I got your son, you're in the clear. And they fight Black Cat. Star-Lord flies after her after she escapes. And they fight some more, she scratches him. And then Agent Brand shows up. And like we're gonna get black cat but of course she has black powers and she disappears but if she jumps off the roof silver bandit grabs her but then she gets away again when some people shoot at her um silver bandit looks like he's gonna die and he lands on top of a car and may or may not be dead so the art and this is great uh, i love chris anka the dialogue is and the story is the story's fun You know, kind of betrayal. Star-Lord turning back to his hero roots. He's been trying to lay low on Earth. but he just can't seem to avoid trouble. I really like that he calls back on Logan, and I like that Logan's there to help him. I thought that was really cool. I like their kind of buddy system they got going on there. And like I said, Zdarsky and Chris Anka do a great... uh, If we're gonna, you know, if, um, if Sorrentino ever leaves old man Logan not just for you know a couple issues here and there if he ever actually like just gets off the book i don't care enough about um uh like i'm i'm enjoying what omir's doing but if sorrentino leaves i'm kind of over that but so if he does i would love for Zadarsky and anka to do an old man looking book (laughs) i would really get a kick out of that um and just they nail him they nail him good yeah, great book. I'm going to give Star Lord number five, five out of six claws. I'm really digging the series so far. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, so there you go. Well, that, folks, is Where's Wolverine? All right, that's going to do it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Two, two, two in your shoe, shoe, shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So now we're through, through, through. So, as usual, um, like the Facebook, twi- the, the Facebook Twitter page. No, that's not a thing. Like the Facebook page. Twitter is at SnickCast. What is your Twitter?
2: Uh, D-A-S underscore Venable.
1: Yep, with the at in front of it. And uh, the website with show notes is snickcast.podbean.com. And that's going to do it. Next up... Um, depending on who I can get to record when, will either be uh, the flashback, flashback with a Punisher War Journal, or it'll be uh, uh, the the first resurrection episode. So we'll see. But whatever it is, it'll be next time. And until next time, hugs and snacks, everybody. Bye-bye.
2: Snacked. And snacked. I get snacks, right? Mm -hmm. It's over.
1: Yep. Snack time.
2: Snack time. Do we have Snickers?
1: Nope.
2: Can you go get me some Snickers? Nope. Please? Nope. Please, if I bat my eyelashes,
0: will you get me some Snickers? Nope. Nope. Please? Nope. Please? Nope. Please? Nope. Please? Nope. Please?